Hello and welcome to Pickleball Therapy, the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. As always, hoping you're having a great week, hopefully getting some pickleball out there uh, and uh, just enjoying life and pickleball being a part of it, enjoying your pickleball. This week, we're going to be chatting about red herrings or things that are distractions and also talking a little bit about order of importance when you start thinking about pickleball improvement. Most of y'all who listen to this podcast and who reach out to us and interact with us about it tell us that you're working on your game. So you're working on your pickleball improvement. And as we say in the in the headline of this, we're the podcast dedicated to your pickleball improvement. So what we want to talk about today is a little bit about the nuts and bolts of improvement and thinking through what it is that's really going to help you improve as a pickleball player, as opposed to what may just be a distraction or may be something that you don't necessarily need in your game or maybe just not right now. And in the riff, we're going to talk a little bit about paddle prices. That's something that uh, it's been doing the rounds. They have a new $333 paddle out, right? So uh, that's been uh, there's a lot of conversation about that. So I want to talk about paddle prices and paddle impact on your game in the riff. And we're also going to do a check-in on your body challenge, see how you're doing. So stay tuned for the podcast. Before we jump into the podcast, I'm excited to announce our upcoming 2022 free mini-series. This is a mini-series that is going to radically alter your game. The mini-series will be presented in three parts. Each part will present to you a powerful principle that will help you eliminate frustration in your game and increase your confidence when you're playing on the court. In the first part of the mini-series, we are going to share with you a mind shift that you need to make if you're going to play your best pickleball. This is something that is absolutely critical if you're going to play your best pickleball out on the court. The second part of the mini-series, we're going to cover the most important shot in pickleball, and we're going to tell you how to hit it. In the third part of the mini-series, we are going to be covering pop-ups and showing you how to stop popping the ball up. In this mini-series, you're going to find out a lot of things that you don't know and how to fix them. In order to attend the mini-series, you must have a ticket. The tickets are first come, first serve until all tickets are gone. I'm going to link below to the direct registration so you can register for our free mini-series. Hope to see you there. All right, the first thing I want to talk about is I want to talk about how do we improve as pickleball players? What, what is it that we need to do to improve as pickleball players? There's no one-size-fits-all here. And frankly, that's one of the beauties of our game is that no matter where you are along your personal pickleball path, uh, wherever you're, wherever that happens to be right now, you... There's a way to play this game that'll work for you, and there's things that you can do to improve. Uh, as an example, you know I'm a senior pro player. Uh, Jill, my wife, is an excellent pickleball player, but we still work on our games. You know, we there's things about the about pickleball that we're still trying to figure out, trying to master, trying to improve, trying to work on mechanically, strategically, and athletically. Importantly, uh, if you know anything about us, that we are pickleball, CJ and myself, we are pickleball. You know, we have the three pillars of pickleball. If you haven't gotten that guide yet, highly recommend you get it. You go to wearepickleball.com forward slash pillars, and you'll get the download. It's a free download. We just want to share the knowledge with you about those three pillars, so you can make sure you're working on your game and working on all parts of your game. And the point I'm trying to make is that, you know, even though we are pretty advanced in the in in our pickleball lives, our pickleball journeys, there's still things for us to learn. You're probably in the same boat, meaning no matter where you are in the game, whether you just started playing four months ago or you've been playing for five years, there's something in the game that you can learn. And that's a beauty of this game. The difficulty sometimes is that we get distracted. 
we get pulled off of we put pull off on these like you know down these rabbit holes or what you know the primrose path things like that just things that are not productive for our games and there's an analogy that I wanted to share with you that we're working on um, inside our pickleball system. So CJ and I have a a, pick, a complete pickleball system. So it basically has everything you need uh, to improve as a pickleball player. It includes a path to your success, which you basically figure out where you're at, and then it'll tell you this is what you need to focus on. And then the system has all the tools that you need in it so that you can you can implement the work that you need in order to improve as a player. But one of the things that we were thinking about in there was, okay, how do we how do we uh, express this? How do we express this this issue about not wanting to deal with fundamentals? And it's a little bit. You know, what happens is, you know, we'll tell players, let's work on the fundamentals or the basics, and the reactions that we'll get is like, well, you know, I'm not really a beginner anymore, so maybe that's for somebody else. It's not for me. I am here to tell you that it is for you, just like it is for me as a senior pro player. And the analogy is the analogy of building a home. And so the way that we built the system, the pickleball system, is we wanted to teach you everything that you needed in order to build a functioning home that can provide shelter and you can live in. So what does that look like? It looks like we're going to teach you how to lay a foundation. You need a foundation before you can build a home, right? Now we're going to teach you how to put up the walls. Then we're going to teach you how to roof the house. Then we're going to teach you how to put the electrical wiring in and your plumbing, right? All the pipes for your plumbing. So basically at the end of the project, you will have a home that you can be inside, right? To provide you shelter from the elements. And you can take care of your business in there with the plumbing and the, and the electricity and everything else. So it's a, it's a home that is fully functioning and does what you want it to do. Now, once you have that home, if you want to add other things to it, that's fine, Right. If you want to add crown molding, knock yourself out. If you want to add some beautiful paint inside, you want to put some stucco on the walls, whatever you want to do, that's fantastic. But the problem is when you know you have to first build a house. And what happens is, what we see is we see players focusing on the crown molding, right? Of of, of pickleball. So what we see is we see players out there, you know, trying to learn, you know, extra spin. I want to put extra spin on the shot. I want to have a powerful serve. Uh, I, you know, I want to have these. Sh- I want to know how to drive the ball, even though I'd never played tennis or anything that showed me how to drive a ball anyway. All right, I just want to learn that shot. And as long as you understand that you're doing it as a, you know, as a as a, a vanity project, if you will, just I just want to do it. That's fine. You know, knock yourself out, enjoy life, and and do what do you right, do what makes you happy. But if you're doing it with the idea that this is what I need to improve as a pickleball player, what you got to recognize is first you got to finish your house. I mean, first you got to you got to put in the work to have that foundation and to have those walls and to have that roof and to have that plumbing and to have that electricity before you move on to this crown molding and before you move on to the paint. So, spending time on the crown molding or spending time on your paint skills, right? Your your interior decorating skills when you haven't finished the walls and haven't put a roof up doesn't make a lot of sense. And that's how the pickleball system is built. The pickleball system is built to provide you everything you need to make sure that you have this really well-built home, the kind of home that the the, uh, the the piggy with the brick home would be proud of, right? And what we encourage you to do, whether you join the system or don't join the system, it doesn't matter. We still encourage you to really stay focused on the things that are important 
to playing the pickleball game that you envision for yourself. And one other note on this is on fundamentals is that what makes pros pros in pickleball, even the best of the best pickleball players out there, are their fundamentals. It is not the beautiful crown molding that they can put up because they can't put up some beautiful crown molding. What makes them the best players is how well they do the fundamentals. And I think what gets lost sometimes when we're watching pro matches. So if you watch pro matches and it's just, you know, the things that they can do on the court, you're just like, wow, that's crazy, amazing, that's awesome, right? And they do have a lot of wow rallies and wow shots. But what I think gets lost in that sometimes, especially if if you're not really like focused on these parts of it, are the fundamentals. So they'll hit a perfectly good serve, a great deep return. They get up to the MVZ line when they're on the return side. You know, they'll keep the other team back as much as they can. They'll hit third shot drops. So they'll, they're will they doing all of the fundamentals. It just gets lost because they do them so well and so flawlessly that it doesn't look like they're trying to do the fundamentals. But I assure you that if those players, the top players in the game, did not have good fundamentals, good sound fundamentals in their game, they would not be the best players in the game. Even if, even if they had the best crown molding or the best interior colors. So... You can have the best Ernie in the game, the best ATP in the game, the best backhand roll volley in the game. If you can't execute third shots repeatedly, if you can't reset balls repeatedly, if you are missing returns of serve, not getting to the MBZ line, moving up too soon on the serve side when on a high ball, things like that, you are simply not going to perform as one of the best players out there. So the good news is that 80% of what the best players do are things that all of us can do. In other words, 80% of the types of shots that they're hitting are shots that are available to all of us. They're shots that are walls, roof, plumbing, wire, foundation. Not the crown molding and not the paint and things like that, not the stucco and whatever. So as you work on your game, continue to focus on the fundamentals. Don't stop working on the fundamentals simply because you think, well, you know, I've been playing for a couple years, so I probably don't need that anymore. Nothing could be further from the truth. Truth. If you want to get better in pickleball, it is pickleball is about doing a lot of little things better than you did before and then better than you did before. And eventually you'll you go out there one day and you're like, I'm a 4-5. Awesome. You know, I'm a 5-0. Fantastic. Whatever it is, right? Whatever, whether you want to get to there or not, doesn't matter. You'll just be playing better. So you just go out there one day and say, I'm playing amazing. I never played like this before. You're playing that way because you're focusing on those basics and those fundamentals, and that's really the key to the game. If we can help you at We Are Pickleball, that's what we do. You can join us in the Pickleball system. We have a, an open enrollment coming up in a couple of weeks. It's a short enrollment period. I believe it's only uh, a couple of weeks open because we want to make sure that we can give the attention necessary to the folks that are joining uh, and make sure that we're there for them as they as they start working down their paths. Uh, and then, um, so basically if you join now, you, I mean, if you want to join, you can join now, but if not, you'd have to wait for the next class. And you know, if, if you're not ready for that, that's perfectly fine. Keep on studying on your own, but make sure that you're working on the fundamentals and don't move off the fundamentals too soon. Wait until you have your house built before you put in your crown molding. All right. We're going to, in the riff, we're going to talk about some paddle pricing, but more importantly, I don't want to, we're not going to get too much in the weeds on the paddle pricing question. We'll talk about it a little bit. What we're going to focus on, though, is is how does that impact the type of paddle that you want to be using as you play the game? Stay tuned for the riff. 
Most pickleball players spend a lot of time thinking about and comparing pickleball paddles. But you know what's more important than a pickleball paddle? Your shoes. Are you wearing the right kind of shoes to play pickleball in? If you're not sure, consider trying out shoes that are designed and made specifically for pickleball. Tyrol shoes are the shoes that CJ and I both wear out on the pickleball court. Remove any doubt about whether the shoes you're wearing are right for pickleball. Check out Tyrol shoes. I'll put a link in the show notes. Protect your most valuable asset out there, your body, with the right shoes. Wear the right shoes and play longer on the court. All right, so there's been a lot of posts recently on the uh, pickleball forum on Facebook where CJ and I are active in there. You know, we're trying to provide information, get to answer questions, ask questions, and things like that. Just figure out what's going on. Figure out what's going on out there. Get a finger on the pulse. And one of the things that's that we've been seeing a lot of lately is commentary about the new uh, paddle uh, for $333 by one of the larger manufacturers of paddles. And it's been interesting to see the conversation back and forth. The conversation is really focused on, you know, this paddle is too expensive. And then other people saying, well, don't worry about what people send their money on. If people will pay it, it's worth it. Things like that. Right. And I don't really care what you do in terms of, you know, you, you, you do you again, you know, if, if it, if it makes you happy and you want to have a $330 paddle and put it in your bag, you know, knock yourself out. That's fantastic. But what I'm here to tell you is that paddle price is not necessarily correlated with paddle performance and more specifically paddle performance for you and your game. I'll give you a, a quick example. So there's a paddle that I like a lot that we have in one of our uh, paddle videos that we did where we have uh, three top paddles is the Paddletech Bantam XL. Now there's a word missing from what I just said. I said the Paddletech Bantam XL. I did not say the Paddletech Bantam XL Pro. And I've played with both, the Paddletech Bantam XL and the Paddletech Bantam XL Pro. I prefer the Paddletech Bantam XL, which is the base model. And frankly, I don't know if he still does, but for a long time, Kyle Yates, you know, one of the best players in the game and a Paddletech player who could have played with either paddle, whichever one he wanted to, also used the Paddletech Bantam XL. And the difference is the Paddletech Bantam XL is a $99 paddle and the Paddletech Bantam, I'm sorry, the Bantam XL Pro is a $149 paddle. Now, I don't have anything against a ba the Bantam XL Pro, fine. But when I played with it, I actually liked the XL better, the, the base model better. So why would, I, why would I buy the $150 paddle just because it's the $150 paddle, right? Thinking that it's going to be better for me. What you want to do is you want to basically be like price blind when you're trying out paddles. And our suggestion is, you know, we're big fans of the diadem icon. I'll link to it below. It's always in our notes if you want to check out our, our blog about it or check out the paddle. Uh, we think it's a fantastic paddle. But it is $150 something dollars, and then there's a discount code. Excuse me, but it's you know, it's not an inexpensive paddle. For $100, we think the Paddle Tech Bantam XL is a great paddle. Gamma makes some some really good paddles uh, for, I think, around $80. And then the Pro Light Bolt for $40 is one of the best budget paddles out there. But the important thing is don't buy a paddle just because, you know, the, the like don't think that because you buy a $300 versus a $200 versus a $100 paddle that that is what's going to drive your game. Be price blind when you pick a paddle and find a paddle that is the best for your game and that you enjoy playing with. That's our advice on paddles in general and, and also on price. 
Anyway, last thing I wanted to do is do a quick check-in. Make sure you're working on your athletics uh, side of the things. So we have right now we have uh, three things pending out there. We have the the balance and mobility. We have the uh, walking challenge, right? Some sort of cardio. We did walking, but you can do anything you want to do. And then for for cardio. And then the last one was where you're going to focus on one part of your body that's gonna that's giving you some trouble in the past, and you want to strengthen it or or get it better. And I'll report myself. I have been doing some balance and mobility. I've been doing like a figure four, like the chair thing, but I've been doing it standing. It's actually pretty challenging, but I've been doing it that um, at least two or three times a week. I've been doing the walking, not as much this week because I've been playing a lot more pickleball, uh, but I did do a walk, bike with Jill, and I did a little bit of pool, so that counts for two. And then uh, we also did the, on the back, I am focusing on the back, doing uh, some hamstring stretches and also doing uh, the McGill three. So make sure that you're taking care of yourselves out there. Uh, your body is the, the, you know, your body and your mind are absolutely necessary to play your best pickleball and more importantly, to lead your best life. Have a great week. Uh, hope to see you next week uh, for the podcast again. And please rate us and review us if you've enjoyed it. And as always, if you like the podcast, please share it with your friends. If you liked it, they probably will too. Have a great week and we'll see you next time.